Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You've had a real long day. Nothing good is on the radio. So let's talk your troubles away. Just a couple of guys trying to analyze the things we do and see. Play a game or two, maybe an interview. What a place to be! It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way! What a good sign! What a good thing! It's a good day for a good time with good hang. <sighs> All right, so Nathan, we get to have a proper catch up today. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Hold on, I'm slightly alarmed because right before we pressed record. Um, we saw two back-to-back little baby cockroaches. Yeah, I'm surprised actually with how cool I'm being because cockroaches usually freak me out. It helps that they were tiny. Yeah, they were little baby cockroaches. They look more like like a, they look like the size of a thumbnail. Not too scary looking, but I am worried. Like, yeah, I am gonna put grab my bag were, and hold it. If there were two babies, there should be a mother and a father. How does it work? Like, is there like a fucking nest somewhere now? Eggs. Um, that's freaky. Baby roaches are usually an indication of a German cockroach infestation. Wow. Why do they got to be German? Yeah, why do they have to go there? These roaches are commonly found in da-da-da-da-da. Um, I'm going to look up what to do later. <laughs> what does one do when they find a roach? In like like a, Do I need to get like roach poison? Out. Yeah, yeah. Well, I freak out. And then I'm like, take a breath. And then I immediately get roach poison and spray. I'm just wondering where they came from because this room is double sealed. Yeah. Um... Man. I, f- I feel like we're in aliens, you know, we're like, where do they, they come from? Yeah, and I also make sure that there's no open food lying around. Yep, there isn't. Like, no, well, hmm. There was a few nights ago where someone turned the fridge off by accident for oh. like, but it was only for like yeah, seven, but that wouldn't, eight hours. I mean, it's sealed. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to slowly figure that out and hope I don't have a roach infestation in my yeah, studio. <laughs> that would be a real bummer. Especially since there's so many like, nooks and crannies and bags and stuff. Yeah, this is the worst place for it. But there's also like not much for them to munch on. So like, you know, still a ideally, bit of a nightmare. ideally they'd like just slowly fuck off. Can't they feed on like dried human sloughed skin? Oh, is that what? They... Sloughed skin? Sloughed skin? I know it's spelled S-L-O-U-G-H. Sloughed. Sloughed skin, right? Yeah. I don't know. That's that's rough. Shed Slough. skin. Shed skin. Yeah, let's go with that. Molted skin. Yeah. But um, that's freaky. Okay, here's my question too, because you kind of quite boldly, because I saw it and I'm like, a cockroach, and you really quickly grabbed the tissue and smushed it with your hand. Yeah. And then I got the second one. But at what point is that, and I, I felt cool about that, but at what point is that like gross? Like what size does it have to be before it's like, you, well, get, you get the slipper or you get the Okay, like spray? I'm not good with most bugs. I'm very bad I, I freak out like a little bit. I have squashed a few roaches in my day, mm-hmm. um, not recently, but I I can I can imagine myself doing it now and not enjoying it. Are Are you comfortable stepping on a full size roach with shoes? Well, not the shoes I'm wearing. No, someone oh, else's maybe. Shoes are nice. <laughs> yeah, like someone else's <laughs> shoes maybe. I'll just take their leg. <laughs> 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 yeah, like hold it, hold, hold, switch. switch yeah. It. 
Yeah. I don't want a roach on the bottom of my shoe. For me, yeah, that's definitely gross. But for me, it's just like it explodes. Does it explode? I don't know. It's been so long since I stepped on one because they freak me out. Well, yeah, they 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 rupture. Ugh. I would assume. <laughs> but um, fingers crossed that we don't have a infestation. I am so paranoid. Where is it coming yeah, from? You're sitting on the floor, and I'm- if I see another one before the start and uh, before the end of this show. I'm calling a fucking exterminator. <laughs> I think that might not be a bad idea either way. That's like a little cliffhanger for the audience there. At, at what point will we see another one before Take your this bets. Take your bets. episode ends? Will we see another one? Find out by <laughs> listening <laughs> more. <laughs> but yes, as anyway. you said before, John. Um, yeah, I haven't seen you in ages, man. We're going to have a proper little catch up because yeah. uh, 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 life update for listeners. Um as of when was this? Monday. Wait, no, Sunday. Monday? Monday. Mon- Monday. <laughs> Monday, early Monday morning. Yeah. Um, as of last week, uh, I have moved out of the apartment. Mm-hmm. And sad I, days, sad days. Yeah, I moved out of the apartment. There is a new person that has taken my place. Um, and the reason being is because I, I bought a house. Well, Yay. I bought an apartment. Bwah, bwah, bwah. Yeah, I bought an apartment. Um, unfortunate thing is the apartment is nowhere near ready. <laughs> so, bah, bah, bah. so like <laughs> I'm currently like in limbo with like all my shit in trash bags in my parents' place. Yeah, I was gonna say your your strategy for packing was quite interesting. Yeah, Wait, were those spread mark bags? They were green. I'd never seen them before. That's why. No, they're just like just bought them from a biodegradable store. garbage ah, bags. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, smart. Like. I think my packing was pretty conventional. It was more the timing of it that I kind of regret because what I should have done was pretty much just wait until like I should have just waited till I could immediately move into my, into my apartment. Mm. You know, I could I, I should have just waited for like oh, the apartment's ready, I can move in tomorrow. So today I'm going to find someone new to find to right. re- to replace we, we, we me. We jumped the gun there. We we planned it. We yeah. No, it was just me. Like I I I, I cuz it was my responsibility to find somebody. Yeah. Um like But so, there were other factors too. Like you didn't want to pay rent on two places or rent and mortgage. No, it wasn't that. Like cuz even if okay, say for example, if I found the place, I mean sorry, say for example like um my apartment is ready and I just move out like of our place mm-hmm. and I start looking for a person, like, the process would take, like, no more than a week, Yeah, I would assume. Um, sure enough, when I did start looking for somebody, um, literally, the first person that answered the ad, who yep. was also the first person to come view the place, happened to be the first person that um, everyone agreed upon. Yeah. Um, so the process took less than a day. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of weird. And, like, it was like this, there was, like, this whole thing where, like, you weren't even sure if the place where you posted it, if it actually went through. Yeah, and apparently went through because you got a text. Yeah, it's no worries. Like I, yeah. I, you know, these things work out, and also it's a good enough place. Like it's it's hard to imagine that people aren't gonna yeah, it's like, a solid, go solid, for a solid it. apartment. So, um, yeah, because I did not time that the best. Um, I don't even know why I moved out so early. I think it was really just a thing of like, oh, like the apart, I like I got the keys to the apartment. <laughs> I, I guess it's time for me to get out. Just, just not fully. Th- 
thought through. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. But has it been really stressful or is it just annoying that you have to be at your parents' place? Because, you know, you you usually stay there most weekends. It's not annoying. It's slightly annoying to have all my things in garbage bags. Right. And it's even, I imagine. And it's even more annoying that, like, the main reason why I can't move into my apartment yet is because it has structural water damage. Oh, no. So the building needs to fix that. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. It's a condo. Yeah. 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 So oh, I gotta cool. wait for that. Um, until then, I am uh, just like kind of in between places just right now. Bumming it at your parents. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. You can just phrase it that way, just for fun. Well, it's it's forced me to do a lot of spring cleaning. Yep. And oh, fuck me, man! Like, I have so much crap too. There's just there's so much shit. Like, and and mine is accumulated from like you know over a decade probably. Yeah. Um, and I have done some purges before, but you know it's just a never ending stream of shit. Um. And I, I cannot wait for like the fresh start. Yeah. But also like, I want to make better decisions with like, especially my clothing. Right. Because I'm pretty good at managing like items, like things and knickknacks and stuff. I either give them to people who I think would enjoy them more or um, like I, I just, you know, use it and throw them away at some sure. point, you know? And, um, you know. Hey, and then I'm going to speak in a way that if we want to, you can edit this out. But, like, you're not going to be moving into your new place alone, right? No, I'll be moving with my partner, yeah. All right, so it seems like we're comfortable talking about that. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah, so that means you have to make space for her, and that's going to be that's going to be a very exciting, interesting thing. Yeah, I'm not, too, I'm not too worried about that part, but it's more of just, like, my own shit. Yeah. There's so many fucking clothes. Yeah. There's so many clothes. Like, I just, I, I accumulate way too many clothes. And well, a lot of it was given to you, or, like, from... Right? Yes and no. Like right. a lot of it's given, but also a lot of it was from like okay. So like for the longest time, I would just buy my 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 own outfits for gigs and stuff. Right. And Not I would. Anymore? Well, no. Now I have like a Not stylist, yeah. and like he borrows the clothes and loans them, and then I re return them to the brands. It's a much better system. That's a much better system. It's a much yeah. better system. But before I would just like go out and like go to like one of those fast fashion houses yeah, yeah, and yeah. buy a new outfit for a show because it would be a different show every time. And, like, there would be photos and stuff, so I didn't want to be wearing the same thing. No, totally logical. Totally logical. Yeah. yeah. Um, but because of that, I just accumulated so much shit. And I'm such a victim of the fast fashion cycle that, like, um, I really want to change that. <laughs> because, yeah, yeah. like, I think it's, like, more of a post-pandemic mentality. Sure. I don't know if it's because I'm just not wearing as many clothes nowadays. But, sure. like, I feel like you only need, what, like, 10 to 12 outfits max at any one time. That seems like okay. What's an outfit? Let's let's break it down. Like, how many pairs of pants do you reckon you need? I think I just need like four pairs of pants. Like one pair of good blue jeans. I need like I I I can't. Yeah, I guess I need like four pairs of long pants. Shorts can be a little bit more loosey goosey. Yeah, I have a lot of shorts. Yeah, um, and then like at any one time, maybe like four to five nice tops, mm-hmm. and then basics. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because I feel like, it, like, ah, oh, this is so much fucking material. This is so much clothing. Like, fortunately, I was able to find a place to like donate it that uh, they they recycle it. They don't oh. just give it to. Um, I need those deets, by the way. I, I have a lot of shit to get rid of. It's just, just a thing called Green Square. It's pretty convenient. It's cool. all over the place. Cool, cool, cool. But um, it's it's a slightly better system because like, uh, a lot of places that donate clothing to like, um people in need yeah 
it actually doesn't really end up in their hands because there's just too thing. much. There's, there's just too much stuff. There's too much stuff. Most of it ends up in the landfill. Yeah. So, Especially um, when there's like a disaster. Yeah. Uh, that's like a big thing where it's like if there's a disaster, say, in like a third world country. Like this happened in the Philippines before when there was like typhoons and stuff. People would send stuff. And it, it sucks because it actually saps away manpower from stuff that needs to be done. Yeah. And so if you want to help, just give money. Yeah. But I'll look into this green square thing. And for thing, clothing cause... specifically, this green square thing, they recycle it so they don't like try to give it to people that don't want it. <laughs> right? They just reap. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I can't wait for that fresh start and like to rethink how I approach my wardrobe. Um, I don't want to open my wardrobe and see a fucking like avalanche stack of t-shirts threatening to fall over. Yeah. Like... There's just no need. Yeah, I got to call some stuff, too. There's absolutely no need, and it's so stupid. Um, And I need to fix that about myself. So you know what's random with me? And I'm slowly starting to come to grips with this because you don't really notice these things. There's two things that happen in my life that's forcing me to get rid of a bunch of stuff and, I guess, buy some new stuff. Mm. One is getting into cycling. And now you my, buy stuff like I do. Yeah, I do. I buy bad. stuff. But the thing is now, now I have to do like a whole thing because from cycling, I got like a bigger butt and bigger legs. So I've been trying on some pants and stuff that don't fit for a while. And like the waist fits me, but it's super like it's like cutting off circulation in my legs. Mm. So I'm like, I can't wear those. <laughs> and then for some reason, my foot grew like half a size. Like legit, legitimately, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I tried on all these shoes that like I haven't worn in a while. Yeah. And I'm like, this does not fit. Genuinely, mm. so I have to get rid of all these fucking size ten and a half shoes. Mm. What size are your feet? Uh, not that. I'm not, I'm not gonna give you shoes or anything. But I'm like a full size smaller than you. Really? Yeah. That's weird because you're like you're a full foot taller than me. I don't think foot. that's how it works. Yeah, it's not. I it's guess nine and a half. Yeah, nine and a half. Yeah, I'm uh, an eleven and a half. <laughs> so, also my things are wide as hell. My feet are almost as wide as they are long. Mm-hmm. I have a square. Um. So yeah, that's weird. So I have to get rid of a bunch of shoes. I have to get rid of a bunch of clothes. It's kind of annoying. <laughs> but it's exciting. Get rid of it responsibly? Yeah, that's why. Green square. And, uh, right. Locking it in. I don't think you can get rid of shoes there. They don't do, like, they, they don't know what to do with yeah. shoes. Um, but yeah, get rid of it responsibly. Do. And uh, buy less shit. Because you buy a lot. Like, like, I buy random shit <laughs> every once in a while. Like, super guilty. I feel like I, 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 I can't. I, I haven't bothered to keep track of as of late, but I feel of like... Of me? Yeah. I've gotten... No, I'm, I'm, overall, I'm better. Yeah? And this is funny, because that's what, kind of what I want to talk about, because I don't I don't buy random shit as much as I used to. I used to be really bad at that, just really bad, but now I'll go through, like, spurts, and uh-huh. it's based on, like, my hobbies. So when I started getting into cycling, I bought a bunch of cycling shit. Yeah, but, like... Yeah. T- but, okay, like, you you say that, but mm-hmm. I don't think the listener understands what you mean when you say you bought a bunch of cycling oh, yeah. shit. okay. If I was like, to make a list... You know, because like, when, when, when most people say, oh, I bought a bunch of cycling shit, oh, like a helmet and goggles and, like, maybe a fancy scarf you can put over your mouth or something. See, like, I didn't get a fancy scarf, so <laughs> not so bad then. No, like, when John got into cycling, he bought two bicycles, a whole bunch of gear, a weird <laughs> thing that, like, you're supposed to attach to a bicycle call that an indoor trainer that like all of the bike accessories like all of them <laughs> to be fair i use every single one except for that indoor trainer plus i sold my old bike to you because like, i got the wrong kind of bike and like a whole bunch of supplements and shit like you basically bought like them all. the them all, the yeah it's like it's like a it's like a i don't 
I don't even know what to, I'm how to describe guy. it. I'm like a, a pro guy. package. And now of I sorts. feel like I'm getting shamed because this is what I want to talk about. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think I, I'm not trying to shame you, but I do want to transition to something else later about um, about the moving out thing and living together and all that. But yeah, we'll, sure. we'll go into that later. Oh man! So like recently, and like the the reason I was running a little bit late today is because I t- I got into boxing lately. I signed yes. up for a membership. And I went for my third class today, and I think they've been accumulating in tiredness and like effort because I'm like super knackered. I'm mm-hmm. super exhausted. Yeah, class was like what two hours ago, and I'm like, like I was but don't like, you feel fresh? I feel great. I feel good, but like I can't lift up my arms. Yeah, your body is screaming <laughs> at you. Yeah, and like, usually it's like the day after, but now it's just like it's immediately like I'm, like, I'm exhausted. Um, but it's super good. But then, into, of course, so now I'm into boxing. So I spent a shit ton of money on hand wraps. I bought some gloves. Uh, Uh-oh. Uh, yep, exactly. I think I'm done, though, because I bought – I even bought – okay, so the shoes that I wore, like the running shoes I wear are, like, not good for boxing. Like, I kept rolling my ankle, mm-hmm. and, like, I was getting pain all up on my, on my side. So I was like, I have to buy new shoes. I was like, what shoes do I get? And I'm buying boxing shoes. So I'm all into that. And it's very fun. I, <laughs> but I got to say, though, and you've been into boxing a little bit for a while. Yeah. Boxing is super fun. Oh, super. Yeah. I yeah. was just sparring with some people last night. And um, it was like just to just to figure out how your body responds <sighs> to different actions mm. and like try to like work against those impulses. It's a very interesting feeling. What do you Be- mean? Like... You know, you know, like you don't really know how you're going to react until someone throws a punch at you. Yeah, true. But you always don't react as well as you think you would. Mm. You know, and I feel like a lot of the practice of boxing is trying to get that reaction closer to your idea of how you should react. Yeah. As opposed to like how you naturally would react, which is flinch and like cover yourself in like a non great way or like turn your body away from them when really like there's better ways to do it with like a very quick economy of movement, yeah, yeah, yeah. like very slight, you know, as opposed to like the, yeah, that, you, like, that you want to do. Yeah. They're all like miss, make a miss by an inch, not by a mile. I'm yeah. like, that's cool. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Like, for example, I'm like running around like a fucking idiot. Like I'm like, I can't get the foot. I'm working on the foot. I mean, I just started, but like I'm working on the footwork, but right now I'm like not doing it right, but it's good. Man, today though I had like so I'm really taking I'm like taking the intro sessions, mm. which is really nice. Uh, today was just me and some other dude, but this guy apparently had like a bunch of uh, experience. Mm. Like he wasn't like super in shape or anything, but he's definitely boxed. You can tell. Yeah. And he was kind of a dick. Like he was kind of a douchebag. Like we were doing partner work, and the coach was very specific with what he wanted, and then this dude was doing all this other stuff, and he was like pushing me and punching me. I'm like, come on, dude, fucking back off. And he like we were doing this this little sparring drill where we're just trying to tap each other's so- shoulder, yeah. nice and light. And he was just hitting my shoulder. He like not even hit, he was hitting my body in other places other than just tapping my shoulder. Mm. And I was following directions. I was I was like point point, and I was like okay, I just got hit in the liver. This yeah. sucks. That's just not being a good sparring partner. Exactly. It's not being a good like a responsible like gym partner. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. douchey. It's like if someone was spotting you at the gym and like they push down on them. It's like you <laughs> can do it. Uh, yeah, I can't. I guess. But. Oh, and dude, like I never work out my core and my abs, and they're like killing me. Yeah, there's a lot of that in boxing. A lot of that. It, we always end with like 15 minutes of just core work, and I'm like, I never work my core. Because once upon a time, I was like, let's see. Okay, I have a lot of fat in my stomach. If I get muscles there, it'll make it look bigger. <laughs> so I have a tremendously weak core. <laughs> I'm very excited to see what this is going to do for you. Yeah, stick with it. Stick Transformatively. With it. And the fact that I talked about it in the podcast now is making me uh, what's what's the Accountable. word? Accountable. Accountable. Yeah. 
We'll make you even more accountable. I'll challenge you to a fight. <laughs> you like to do that to your friends. <laughs> this is a pattern I've noticed with you, Nathan Hartono. <laughs> no. Um, no, but if, whenever you're down to spar, <sighs> like, there's always the outside. Like, it's always a good time to just, like, do some light touch sparring. Um, or even doing, like, um, I've recently been doing something with people called, like, flinch sparring. What's that? Sorry, not flinch sparring. Uh, faint sparring. Faint sparring. Where essentially you don't land anything. You just faint. Oh, like, okay. the whole purpose is to faint, but you're, but the rule is don't touch each other. Not even, like, a tap. So it's like shadow boxing with... Not uh, really, person, because you're not throwing. Either. So literally, you're just fainting the whole time. You're like, whoa, yeah, whoa, fainting. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Okay. It's hard to describe how it helps, but it really makes you because you know that you're not going to get hit, and yeah. because you're not worried about how you're going to hit the person, but you do still want to react appropriately and right. get the person to react appropriately, and you're still doing the the leg movement and everything. What ends up happening is that you pay a lot more attention to your midsection. Okay. Um, because usually when you're boxing, you're super conscious about your head and like trying to be conscious about your feet when really there's also a lot in the midsection that can happen and yeah. how you pivot that energy and all that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just like a fun time. And that's you also cool. feel the energy a little bit differently. Um, yeah. Because I was like, faint, that's weird. Because in an ideal scenario, you're not supposed to react to faints, right? Because they're faints. Because if you like react to every faint, it's like that would just. Yeah, but that's the thing. So you're on your part, you have to try not to react. And on, but on your part, you also have to try get the person to react to yours, knowing that they'll never touch you. Yeah, but you know, I feel it would make sense if you did it. But describe me; it sounds weird to me. Is my is what I'm saying? Yeah, like it's you will still dodge it when someone is going is threatening to throw a punch at you anyway. Gotcha. You know, yeah, just, you, is that tap the shoulder thing? Is that quite a universal thing? It seems yeah, like it. Tap shoulder or knee? Yeah, tap shoulder. Tap yeah, knee. We yeah. were doing that today as well. Yeah. This guy almost hit me in the balls, and I was very annoyed. But I personally prefer like just headgear and go for it. But but sorry, not go for like it. Fifty percent. Like, uh, not even like thirty. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So like headgear and everything, but like thirty percent because um, you can pull your punches. But like, I feel like the touch sparring thing doesn't really do much sure. for for you in terms of like the angle of the punches mm-hmm. and all that and like the specific you know when do you punch the person's knee like <laughs> uh, so you see it in some kung fu movies yeah, well not in boxing it's yeah, literally true. not like, yeah, you you're, can't. You're, you're, you're below the belt they it's call just it. good to like you know get the brain working and the yeah. body it's also like good for because you're because it's good for your footwork to get mm-hmm. away from mm-hmm. someone if they're going right for your knee yeah but yeah that's no, been a good time i'm a big fan I'm also gonna. I, w- I think I should focus on boxing for a while, but there's also take Muay Thai classes there. Mm. I was thinking about doing that. I don't know how to throw a kick. Really? I don't. I've never like the mechanics. I've of it. never learned. Um, I I. I, I guess that's not that weird. And I think the fact that you say you don't know how to throw a kick is good because people just assume like what you just kick what. But yeah. yeah, there's a te- there's techniques. Yeah, no, to it. I know I cuz like when when I when I kick a heavy bag it sounds one way when like a Muay Thai fighter kicks a heavy bag it <laughs> sounds like the world just exploded. <laughs> like it's a different thing. So I know I don't know how to throw a kick. Yeah. I know how to throw taekwondo kicks which are basically useless. Not useless, but they're different. I want to learn how to throw a question mark kick. That's the one that goes low then high, right? It's like a fake out. It's like yeah, it's like you. Yeah, it's like a, oh, this is yes. not helping anybody a on the kick. podcast. Well, I'm d- for me to demonstrate to you. I'm not. Sh- this is not for the listeners. Uh, yeah, it's like it's like it looks. You make it look like your f- leg is going low, then at the last second switches high. Mm-hmm. That's a question mark kick, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, 
Well, I'm excited. Yeah. Um, like, if you ever want to spar, this place is free for, for it. Um, That's so weird that this is a music studio slash fight club. <laughs> we don't talk about like, the second part. <laughs> yeah. um, like, who do you get to, like, who is coming here to fight? Uh, just randoms. Yeah, the just people that also play music. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, hey, let's jam. And then afterwards, let's fucking jam. Yeah. There's, no one says jam for fighting. Yeah. That's bang. That's it. Stand and bang. Stand and bang. <laughs> oh, man. Well, anyway. Yeah. Um, so, back to the topic of moving out. Mm. Seeing as to how we are no longer <laughs> um, housemates. Yeah. And we are no longer cohabitating. Yes, sir. Um, I thought it would be interesting for the listeners um, and also just for both of us. Closure. <laughs> to talk about the experience. No. Like, um, uh, like leave uh, a review. Let's leave, <laughs> let's leave like an <laughs> like a, like a Airbnb review of each other's. I feel like um, I'm dreading this. I've been dreading this for years. No, no. It's, I, th- I'm, I think it's going to be funny because like, I, have, I know I'm not going to be living with you again <laughs> yeah. unless my life takes a turn. We could, um, but yeah, um, it's like I just thought it'd be fun for the listener to like, like get into the good and bad of yeah. what it's like to live with John Cancio and Nathan Hartono. I know. I'm. I'm gonna throw this out there. I know I'm messy, though. Yeah. I feel like I got better. I need to like. I feel like I need to protect myself first because I get scared. I know I was. I'm a messy person, but I yeah. think I got better, and I don't think I got enough credit for that. That's what I'm gonna throw out there. Cool. Because especially like, especially after you moved out and we we're doing spring cleaning, I was like, ooh, none of this stuff is mine. What stuff? Anything in the kitchen, in the living room, anything that's left out there. I was like, oh, man, I bet I have so much shit out here. And I, like, I moved my board games to a proper spot and I'm like, wait, I'm done. Yeah. So anyway, anyway. Go a lot ahead. of it's your girlfriends. It is. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, oh, my God, the girls gave her such, the other girls gave her such a earful. <laughs> they were so mad. <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> you infected her. <laughs> I I shifted it to her. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, but uh, okay. Let me. I mean, let's start with I. I, I no, I, I I'm asking this because I'm curious about like your perspective. Not living with you was great for yeah. me. Like I'm also I'm also like, I mean, let's let, let me think. I can't even think of how many roommates I've had. I've had like probably at this point over twenty. Yeah. Oh yeah, because you lived in that apartment that had was basically like a brothel for (laughs) actors. Yeah. At one point, and also, I mean, since I was eighteen, yeah, I've always had like I think I've averaged at one time three, four roommates per place. Mm. Like this just happened to the places I go to, just big places to share. So I'm pretty flexible. I'm pretty easy going. Um, living with is good. It was good to like be able to hang out and record podcasts and watch movies whenever. That was kind of fun. I'll miss those times. Uh. Yeah, no, that's that's all I really have to say. <laughs> yeah, living in that house is interesting. Yeah, like I feel like towards the end, I became very much like a house cat, a bit like a slightly like reclusive, just kind of like going into my own space. Yeah, I assume Be- that's because you hated us. <laughs> no, no, no. It was really because like the work from home aspect thing. You know, right. it just that you don't expect that when you're moving into a place with true with with four other people. True. You don't expect like all the common spaces to essentially become, become an office. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, and like, I'm very much a, I don't want to interrupt people kind of person. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you do your thing. I'm not going to like get in your way. So I'll just stay out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so I just kind of like formed my own little kind of microcosm in, yeah, my, yeah. in my room. Yeah. But I think that was just a byproduct of working from home. Yeah. I would imagine. Cause over yeah. time, like I, I felt myself, 
getting more and more detached from the common spaces, which in the in the beginning I f- I was super invested in making like really nice. Yeah. And then towards the end, I kind I just stopped going there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is fine. You should see it now, dude. Like after once we once moved all of Rachel's shit, yeah. it's impeccably clean. Awesome. And the girls are like, now that Apple's also like, okay, I've lived here for a little while. I can like really let myself out. She's like, you clean this, and she's like, yeah. she's a little firecracker now. One of our roommates. So it was because I had a conversation with her mm. when she, and where she was like. Wait, you think this? Like, because I, I don't like. You didn't give on, give off the impression. No, because I just stay in my room all the time. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. the outside can be messy. Fuck it, I don't care. Yeah. Like, if if I'm not spending time in there, it doesn't matter to me much. Um, but like, I think it was the like a few like a handful of nights before I, I moved mm-hmm. out. Like, um, she asked the question like, "How come you're always in your room?" <laughs> and I told her, I told her why. It was that like you know, it's like it's it's it just got a little bit too cluttered out there, yeah, and yeah. like it just didn't feel like the space that it was before. That's fair. Um, and she basically like went like, "What? Why didn't you say anything?" <laughs> like, <laughs> I, like I thought I was the only one. I've been like trying not to say anything to anybody for the longest time, and I was like, "Ooh, shit!" <laughs> and the fucking floodgates just came out. Um, but yeah, I think that's just a natural consequence of like having so many people in one space yeah. and having to work from home as well. And there's a reason it's and, called like, spring cleaning. Like it's supposed to be done once a year. You know, <laughs> I mean, I mean, not that it should, but like that's the rate at which it should be done, and just personal responsibility is another thing too. Yeah, yeah. No, because like, I think spring cleaning is more for like decluttering. Yeah, but you know, messes should mm. not be stay messes. <laughs> that's fair. Messes should not stay messes. <sighs> Um, but yeah, like uh, overall, I think like the coolest thing about living in that place was that like, for the most part, you just don't have to worry about your living situation. Yeah, we're all pretty chill. Like, I think that's something that a lot of people kind of take for granted, like be it whether they're living with their family or with other people, most times there is like some kind of friction Mm -hmm. with like your living situation and even though i'm saying all these things i truly don't give a shit (laughs) yeah and it was all good yeah like i i truly don't drama yeah it was so nice like i truly don't give a shit that it was that messy would i have preferred it to have not been sure come on sure but it's not my place you know like it's not just my place it's it's it's, if it was if it was my house and you guys were living in it then yeah fuck off (laughs) but like because it's not like i don't give a shit yeah um but yeah, that's something that I think a lot of people take for granted to just not worry mm. about your living situation. And what that do you was mean by worry, like as opposed to like you know, like when you're living with your family, you have to wor- like worry about things like oh, it's like I, I I don't want to go back at this time because this person's going to be there. Oh, like you know, like weird drama things mm. like that, or even just like um, like quality of life things. You know, yeah, like, we never had any of that. Show. Yeah. yeah. Any of that, like pos- like possessiveness, I that yeah, we were all very chill. You know, I feel good. like I feel like um, it's very easy to have housemates or roommates that might get even like housemate, uh, what do you call it, family members that might get overly possessive over things, mm-hmm. and that always makes co living a bit yeah, you know yeah, a little uh, gives a little. Friction. You know what I will say to you, and uh, you might disagree, but I think living with you actually made me a neater person. Like, How? like for me, I would leave dishes. Just my like, quiet judgment. <laughs> yes, I'm very sensitive to quiet judgment. People may not notice. It's effective. Yeah, but I became quicker to clean. I would leave stuff out less. Like I, 
I will say yeah. this. Mm-hmm. I will. The, the only thing that I would like you to change because <laughs> it's more of a, uh, it's more, it's more of, it's it's less of a messy thing. It's more of a principle thing. Yeah. I believe you were raised of the idea that if you cook, you don't have to clean. <laughs> I personally think that rule was made up by like misogynists <laughs> like a very long time ago that just kind of carried over because like you would agree with me cooking is fun yeah, yeah yeah the whole process of cooking is very enjoyable yes so why would you have to get all the fun yes enjoy the product and then leave the shit for everyone else it's to funny clean? you say that yeah. because that's also something i changed maybe a little bit more recently yeah but what i do is that i cook i clean as i cook so i do my part I do like a fifth of it, basically. But then on top of that, Rachel and I have this thing where she never cooks. Right. So I always cook. Right. And so she always cleans. That's our agreement, which kind of, I guess, bled over with the roommates and with her. It's the patriarchy. It really is. <laughs> Though I don't make her cook. See, if I was a real patriarch, I would make her cook. It's, and it's, it's a weird reverse inverse patriarchy. It's the matriarchy. Ooh. It's the, it's the matriarchy uh, uh, resurrectionary. God, that movie looks bad. Is it just me? It, oh, my God. Thank you. Okay. It's not just me. Thank you. I've been waiting. I've been like... I've been losing my mind, like very. Because everyone's very psyched. Yes, yes. I've been losing my mind, like <laughs> like low key, for the last six days, ever since the Matrix Resurrection trailer dropped. Because the moment I watched it, I was like, "This kind of looks like a TV movie." This looks bad. Like the, for some reason, this looks like a TV movie. The the it lo- it looks like it was shot weirdly. Like I, like my analogy is is that like you 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 don't know what a dish tastes like until you like eat it. Yeah, but if you look at the ingredients, yeah, you some, something looks wrong with the ingredients of this trailer that's going to make the final movie. It, not, it I, I not can't even, put my finger on it. I'm not even judging the story elements that they're presenting or the bizarro Morpheus that yeah. made me think Lawrence Fishburne was dead. Really weird. <laughs> I thought he was dead for like a hot second, um, and I was really worried. Um, weird, but yeah. Uh, it wasn't even the story elements. It wasn't even like how they were acting or whatever. Um, it was literally just like the shots. It yeah. looked yes. weird. It it's just the shots. looked weird. It looked like a weird like YouTube originals movie or like a TV movie it does kind look of like situation. A trailer that they just got all the actors. Yeah. Plus it's... a special appearance by Neil Patrick Harris and, and like Jonathan the Groff. special effects look worse than like it's coming out in three months right it's coming out in december is it it looks super unfinished yeah Uh, i have no idea but like i just i just the only the the first few thoughts that popped in my head was like the special effects look weird the whole thing just looks like a weird like low budget kind of situation um and is this a cash grab for you know basically the 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 keanu reeves renaissance from john wick and all that he also just looks like john wick he has the exact same hair right yeah. Long hair, facial hair. Yeah, I think because they learned in Bill and Ted that him without the facial hair. Yeah, it looks hair really weird. Just to be doesn't fair. work now. Though I will <laughs> say, though, I am very excited for, oh God, what's her name? Jessica Chadwick. Stain. What's that girl? The girl's name. The girl with the blue hair. She was um in Iron Fist. She was in Rogue One. You know this girl? She was one of the Sand Snakes. Anyway, oh. she's a young, up and coming actress. She was in that movie we watched, remember, uh, Love and Monsters? Henwick. Jessica Henwick, I think so. Something like that. Damn. Asian girl with a very English yeah. name, that's yeah. what I remember. But she looks great. I'm a big fan of her. I'm looking forward to her. But yeah, it's weird. And yeah, Bizarro uh, Morpheus, where I, I assume I assume that's Morpheus, right? It is. It is like the character Morpheus. I be- well, I don't know. They I mean, didn't explicitly say, the but styling he's, of he's it. basically like cosplaying as Morpheus. Yeah. <laughs> it could it, be a young Morpheus, and then Lawrence Fishburne appears at the end. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I I didn't understand how no one was talking about the fact that it looked kind of shit. Okay, because I haven't really dug into it. But yeah, immediately I was like, this is looks bad. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I like. I, I'm glad. I'm very glad that we're it on just, the same. It page just it just didn't look very cinematic. Just like a Henwick. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what was really cool? Did you catch the um, like you before the trailer came out, it, like two days before that, or maybe even earlier? Mm. They had the website, which was like enterthematrix.com or whatever the fuck. Nope. Okay, so the, it, that was pretty cool. Well, actually, one aspect was pretty cool. So they had a teaser for the teaser. And to do that, you had to go in, and then you were with. We basically you saw the poster of the movie, mm. which is like a blue pill and a red pill, and you can click on one. And based on what you click, you get a specialized like fifteen twenty second trailer. What was cool about it though is because like it sounds so stupid, but it was really effective. Mm. They were like, okay, blah blah blah. You're living your life right now. You think it's seven? It's seven thirty in the evening, yeah. and it, they actually use the actual time. Mm. So I'm guessing they just had a voice artist do every single time. I don't know. Uh, and then they showed you some clips from it and stuff. And then you click the red one, and they'd be like, oh, you did it. You think it's 5.15? Whatever. So that was kind of cool. But the, the, I got, that got me so hyped for the trailer. Right. And then, yeah, when the trailer dropped, I mean, I don't want to, like, fucking beat this dead horse, but it looked like fucking garbage. Yeah. So, like, I, I, I didn't really pay attention to the story elements and all that. I'm just mm. judging it aesthetically. But what I'm hoping for is that they just had a lower budget. That's why it looks kind of janky. But I hope that they wrote something, like, real mind-bending because like the whole thing about matrix is that life is a simulation and all that right mm. and like that conversation has come so much to the forefront as of the last four or five years i feel true that like it's become so rich to like dig into that like the that mine you know to, mm. to, and get some interesting stories out of it and i'm hoping that they expand upon that concept a bit more as opposed to you know drawing from the same well as before i i, 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 I hope that they explore the idea in a deeper way that we've either not heard yet or like in a newer more updated way as yeah. it has been discussed as because, of late you know the thing is that with the matrix especially i mean the sequels especially is that they're the, shit they're shit but like the youtube videos that delve into the philosophy and everything are yeah. actually quite interesting yeah so if they can somehow make that come together that would be great and by the way it's only one of the Wachowskis, right one of the girls aren't coming back lana yeah yeah well, what, what i don't know what the deal is there but i bring that up because i was going to say man their track record ever since Matrix One yeah. has not been. I haven't liked a single. Have you watched Sense Eight? I watched a bit of Sense Eight. Um, it it has its audience. It does. It has yeah. a pretty fervent audience, actually. For yeah, it has it its audience. Like I, I didn't like super love it, mm. but you know, maybe it's just because I couldn't really relate to anything in it. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. It, like because I, I think a lot of it, it's like it's a fairly straight ahead ish kind of like life drama people and all yeah. these things it's but it's the diversity of the kind of people that are in it that, yeah, that is very cool. like, like yeah it's Africa, it's, it's very East. it's very illuminating on a lot of different mindsets yeah. and cultures apparently there's a shit ton of sex in it too so if you're into yeah that. good amount orgies multiple mm. uh cool hey, speaking of trailer news did you did you happen to catch the uh hawkeye trailer Ooh, Ooh yeah doggy. That, um well i mean it's does it matter really? Like you're gonna watch the, it. Yeah, like yeah, it's, yeah. it doesn't really. Like whatever the fuck they put out, I'm just gonna like consume but, it. But you haven't seen it, right? I have. Okay, so yeah. the, it got me hyped for like one, two very specific reasons. One is that it looks like I'm no surprise here, but it looks like they're very they're they're really honing in on the tone and the storyline from the Matt Fraction David Aja run from like whatever ten years ago. The logo that was, is literally the it's exact same, same one. yeah yeah title. And, but then I saw part. characters from the from the from the comic book and stuff, and that's legit one of my favorite comic book runs of all time. So mm-hmm. it's very exciting. 
Uh, secondly, it's it's Christmas. It's Die Hard. I love Christmas stuff. <laughs> yeah, it comes out the day before my birthday. It's, it's MCU. It's MCU Die Hard. Yeah, I'm very excited. I love Haley Steinfeld too. Is it a movie or a series? It's a series. Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, so much Marvel goodness. They they went pretty hard this year. Yeah. Going pretty hard, yeah. I feel, yeah, like I feel like last year was the drought, and then this year they've released, which like, I quite appreciate. You know what I mean? Eight things at this point. I don't even know. I, I, I've lost count. Um, was WandaVision this year or last year? This year. Isn't that nuts? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> so WandaVision, Winter, uh, super fast. WandaVision, Winter Falcon. What if uh, Shang Chi? It's going to be Eternals. It's going to be Spider Man. Is that it? That's six by my count. One second. Hello. Everything okay? Uh, yeah, I just got an interesting call. Um, <laughs> uh, the apartment <laughs> that I got, um, it, it there's a COVID cluster in it. <laughs> oh, whoa. What the? F- <laughs> yeah, well, I haven't moved in, so uh, I guess... How random. Yeah. Well, I mean, not really. Wait, wait, COVID's wait, wait, exploding wait, wait. in Singapore. Was this like a week ago? What do you mean? Well, did this cluster start a week ago or did it like just, just start? I don't know. Like my, my, I just got a call saying that like the, the, the building's quarantined. Fuck. Yeah. No, because I remember hearing news about it and it said blank. And I was like, oh, isn't that where Nathan? Probably next door. Oh, it's the actual building. Okay. Crazy. Is it? Wait. This is very revealing, I feel. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. Um... Oh, what the, oh, okay. So, how, but that doesn't really affect you, right? I mean, I don't live there yet. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing in there yet, so. so but it, it, it might affect my renovation plans. Oh but no, it definitely I, will. Yeah, but I won't get selfish about that now. Um, yes, pray for COVID. What, man, the numbers are going. Cr- are Are you of changing? Okay, this is a hard left turn. I don't know how you're going to edit this, but yeah. I'm just going to Hawkeye, yeah. Marvel, super great. Secondly, <laughs> so yeah, like, um, have you has your life changed at all ever since? I don't know, the past two weeks or so, like, it seems like Delta's really running rampant. We're in the, we're in like this, like, I think the last couple of cases have been 600 plus. Yeah. Um, I get, I get tested every week because of my teaching gig. So, yeah, I feel like that would probably like put you in the trenches pretty like directly, but mm. for the most part, no. You just see same old, same old, right? It's pretty, it's pretty same old just because like I'm, it's not like I'm doing right. anything in the public. That's uh, true. But you're not staying capacity. in more. You're not doing anything different. You haven't adjusted. Cause like, no, not really. I, I guess like if I see a crowd, I'll put my mask on a little tighter harder. than I used to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, my girlfriend and I were talking about that. Like, kind of weirdly, kind of selfishly, we're like, "Fuck, we're going on a on a cruise in like two weeks. Yeah. If we get COVID, we can't go. <laughs> like, yeah. that's where our thoughts are right now. Yeah. I just really want to make it to the cruise. Yeah. But I also really, really don't want to get COVID. You know. I'm still worried that there's going to be COVID on the cruise. That I'm okay with. No, because that's what's really cool about the cruise is that you get tested two days before and then you get tested on the dock. Right. So once I'm on there, I feel like I feel pretty scotch free. Okay. Okay. And if there is, you know, randomly a case, then they have precautions in place. So I don't feel bad about that. I just, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Wait. Honestly, honestly, at this point, I'm surprised. Like, I haven't got got it yet. yet. Honestly, like like with how I I've been living, like you know, I'm not like fucking licking the floor or whatever. But you were definitely more in the like oh, I'm gonna live my life kind of a thing. I mean, you're still being cautious and stuff, but like, cause me, I'm generally thinking, fuck, should I just lock myself in my room again? Cause I just really don't want to get it. Yeah, I I mean, I've been ca- I've been the bare minimum of cautious, where you know I just wear a mask. Sure. 
like I don't break like the big rules yeah, like you know yeah. I'm not like in a fucking like house party or whatever um but you know I'm I'm like taking public transport going to the supermarket doing all the things That's what I've been doing less people. actually I'm I'm trying to cut down on public transport I'll just cycle or get a grab Right Yeah Yeah I don't know um maybe it's also because like I'm I'm like willfully ignoring the the new cycle like <laughs> during fractions of the week, um, so that could be a reason why like it's just not hit me I mean, as much. There's yet. like n- not even much to do. There's medium to do about nothing. It's like they, it feels like they've cut down on like they're like yeah it is what it is. That's basically it feels like that's what the government stands now. Yeah, but also isn't it like a thing of like isn't the main. Uh, story here that like yeah case numbers are high but most of them are vaccinated and they're cool like, yeah they I, just have it yeah they just have it but they're not like you know well the government suffering. adjusted are you still getting the whatsapps from yeah. the government like if they've adjusted their formatting so now they're just really talking about the number of cases and how many are serious and how many need a vent and all that stuff yeah and i feel like that's what we're looking for if it gets to the point where the hospitals start to get overwhelmed that's when we'll probably go into another lockdown hmm. and god you sometimes i need to like check myself and remember how lucky we are to have the freedoms that we do yeah new south uh, sydney's going into a lockdown Mm -hmm. the philip manila where my family is just got another lockdown extended it's pretty bad in a lot of places yeah america's just nuts so yeah it is what it is but (sighs) we're doing the best we can you know what i mean we're vaccinated we're wearing our masks we're following the rules we're not doing anything crazy yeah but at the end of the day we we do have to live our lives because there's a lot of like beyond even mental health just no, mostly mental health, I guess. It's like, yeah. I'm just, take care. I'm just bored of talking about it, honestly. There's like, that, too. I'm just, like, cool, you know? Like, <laughs> I'm just so over it. Like, I know it's there. I'm still going to be careful because at this point, careful is kind of just the default that's now. The nor- that's the new normal. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, it's it's very much the default. So, you know, I know I'm not going to be, like, like irresponsible, but uh, yeah, you know what I'm, I I'm, I'm legit like willfully ignoring like a lot of the news nowadays. So much so to the point where I'm worried that like by the time I'm forty or something, I'm just gonna be a complete ignoramus and like just <laughs> shun all news media. You're just because, to conspiracy because, groups. Yeah, or... because it can't possibly no. That's the worst <laughs> form of news media because like it can't possibly get any better. You know, at this point, yeah, it's, yeah. we're just going to get more, and it's just gonna get more targeted, and it's just gonna get more like. Look at this, you know. Yeah, I feel you though. I'm pretty sick of talking about COVID nineteen. Brown COVID twenty one. I say. Mm. <laughs> yeah, rename the Delta variant. Uh, Just, you know, yeah. mix things up a little bit. One last thought though, which is which is something I hadn't really think, thought about, is that because there is so many people with in the world, and so and COVID is so rampant, and because we're fighting it so hard, that makes it mutate. You know what I mean? Like it's like oh, then we're, it's almost like you know how they say like. Uh, Antibiotic-resistant yeah. bugs. Yeah. We're basically making fucking vaccine-resistant COVID. That's a scary thought. And I'll leave that on that. Any fun, fun news? What have you been watching? <laughs> Anything interesting? Reading? Watching? <laughs> Hi, yo. Oh, man. Um, how do we even get from one place to the other? I don't even You got a phone call. Thread. No, I'm <laughs> trying to remember the thread of how we... Anyway. Um, I got it. It was Matrix into 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 Marvel into you getting a phone call <laughs> talking about COVID. Oh yes, you were deflecting you were deflecting me talking about your 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 cooking and cleaning habits. <laughs> Wait, we're still on that. <laughs> <laughs> the pivot to Matrix was very quick. <laughs> um, 
I forgot where that thread left off even. Um, okay, we said that. But if we want to wrap it up, good living experience Yay. together. <laughs> Me too. I'm glad it worked out too. Yeah. Yeah. Going to miss you, buddy. But yeah. I'm happy. I'm looking forward to seeing your new place and seeing what else. Life has for you. Plus, we always have the studio, so it's good. Oh. Yeah. I'm, I'm, oh I'm, core. I really want to like, um, what do you find? Lint, and I got scared that oh, it was right. cockroach droppings. I'm just paranoid now. My feet have not touched the floor since I got here. <laughs> I really want to, and this is backtracking a little bit, like on the fresh start thing, moving mm-hmm. into a new place and everything. I really want to be like a neater person yeah. because, like, I'm not a, I'm not like a messy person by default, but I can be. Depending yeah, you're on not my... dirty. You're messy. Like your room is. Not worse than mine, because it's very hard to beat my room yeah. when you have me and Rachel in there. But, like, you know. My room gets messier, like, you know, depending on my state of mind and, like, my level of, like, Give happiness a and depression. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but for the most part, like, I like to keep things organized, especially if it's, like, a common space. Yeah. And because I'm moving in with my partner, technically, all of it is common space. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I'm hoping... That's what be- I meant earlier. Yeah. yeah. So, because of that, I'm hope like, be- or I'm hoping because of that, like, I just am cleaner because like the thing with like for example like your messiness i fully don't judge you for Mm. because i know that i can like slide into that like Mm -hmm. real quick like yeah i had the real quick real sudden and like i just know it i had a weird not not pride's the right word but i felt almost camaraderie when i would go into your room like haha it's as messy as mine (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i'm not proud of it yeah yeah i'm I'm not proud of it and again and again a lot of times it's just like a reflection of my state of mind but like um it, it it does the same thing too. Like as much as like your space and the cleanliness is a reflection of your state of mind, it mm. also goes back to you. Where, yeah, like, it's like ha- inwards, outwards, outwards. Inwards. Yeah. So like yeah. when you when you walk into a room that looks like shit, you know, you also don't feel great. So I, I really want to like work against my um my comfortable state of kind of just letting things hang around and like just be neat. Yeah, man. <laughs> be a neat Honestly, you adult know, you with know like, yeah, clean. I was going through a period of my time of my life where I was making my bed every morning. I want to go back to that because I let that slip a lot. But right. I felt really good every time I did it. Right. I took that. I was that the advice from uh, the guy who killed Bin Laden. <laughs> Admiral McRaven. That's, mm-hmm. that, that was his advice. Make your bed every morning. Feel a sense of accomplishment. I'm going to go back to doing that. Do you not make your bed every morning? No. Jesus Christ. No. <laughs> Okay, just get into it. No, okay, but that's like the I think I think that is the bare minimum for mm. like the when for for like when you walk into your room and you want to not feel shit. Yeah. To at least have your blanket. It doesn't have to be, you know, perfectly. Oh, no, I, went, I went pretty well. I, it, I was it doesn't like hospital like a hotel quality is what I went for. Like the, I don't know how to do it that good, but I I made it really nice. No, to get it that good you need a uh, they call it sapulidi. Yeah, I don't no know what you call ever, it. I'm not doing it. Like a stick, like a real, like a heavy stick. No, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a bunch of sticks tied together in a thing. It looks like that, but like much denser. This is nothing for the audience. Like it, it looks like this oh, bunch of, right. it's like a bunch of sticks, and then like you whack the thing, and then you even it out. Um, yeah, you need that to get it like super straight. But at the very least, just like put it out like a little napkin, you know, just like yeah, have yeah, it. Because yeah. like whenever, because when I do that. Like I know 100% when I walk into my room and I and even though like the corners are a bit messy and things are on the floor or whatever, if the bed at least looks like you know a congruous oh, square, the, 
I feel so much better than when I see like a fucking lump. Like, oh, that's so funny. We're in different. The of it. We're different because uh, when I make the bed, I do. I do. You know, I take the time to like make it. You know, pretty neat. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like not hotel standard, but yeah. like it's neat. It's like everything's tucked away. It's folded nicely. Everything, everything. Then when Rachel does it, it's kind of like what you described, and I'm like, this sucks. This is annoying me more than just a messy bed. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's like a half measure is not as good as like just not touch it. Like because it's like it's like it's the worst of both worlds. You know what I mean? It's still kind of messy. No, and, but, you know, but also but the thing like, is, like, when you start... You took the time to make it not, no, you know... Exactly. Anyway. When you start doing a thing, like, why wouldn't you not just, like, do the thing? Because, like, you know, for example, when I decide to make my bed, mm. I have literally started the process. That The whole process takes me, like, a minute. Yeah. Like, why only do the first 20 seconds of it? No, that's, what I, mean. that's what I meant. At least I thought that's what we were describing. Yeah. Is, like, ju- like just doing your blanket as a napkin. Either way, no, I mean I don't. I mean, but even oh, no, what I'm saying is that when I, you do that, yeah, 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 like you will inevitably finish the whole oh, process. Oh, just complete it. Okay. What psychopath just, say, just leaves it there? Yeah, I was gonna say I just thought our standards were very different because your standard was like the bare minimum is to make your bed. I'm like the bare minimum is for me to leave my bed, depending right. on my mental state. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I've kind of continued that. Remember, we talked a couple episodes ago about me having a Sabbath, mm-hmm. you know, like a day of rest. Yesterday was my day of rest, and I feel so good. Nice. Yeah. How how you been doing? I know you've been working really hard, and the move has been kind of been busy and stuff. But yeah. you taking time for yourself. You doing? You taking care of you? Here and there. You look like Rosie the Riveter right now. By the way, <laughs> I just want to say with your hairband. <laughs> Take a photo. Post that one on the Instas. Um, I've been. Yeah, I don't know. I've been taking my care of myself like no more, no less than I usually do. Mm. Like you're 30 now, Nathan. Don't yeah, forget. I'm. You know, I'm exercising a fair amount. Well, no. See, most of the self care that I do usually comes with me feeling like complete shit and realizing that I need to like turn something around. <laughs> It's about so getting it's into like, the habit, I guess, is what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, ah, oh, I got diarrhea. I need to eat more vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> Things like that, you know? Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's been That's all right. I feel, like, I feel like I'm very much, like, in a state of limbo right now because I'm, I'm just waiting to, like, move into the place. Yeah, yeah, put yeah. Put all my things out. Yeah. And then, like, assess where what's gonna happen right now yeah um i feel you but yeah there's just a lot of moving parts right now in life okay um, before and, this yeah. terrible news about the cluster happening in yeah. your space what was the expected finishing date um the ex the finishing date would probably be closer to like the early mid-october but it was gonna really? be soon but it was gonna be able to be like move inable like by end of the month End of this month. Yes. End of September. Because I mo- I, like, I'm not renovating a lot of things. No, I'm only just renovating the bathrooms. Oh, but I meant like... What and would, a bit of the kitchen. What was the water damage you were talking about? That's that the thing. Like a big deal. That's the thing. The water damage is the thing that has pushed back the renovations. Mm. And, uh, you know, building management being building management. Yeah. It's uh, Well, actually, no. Our, our building management was great. Yeah. This, I love them. <laughs> this current building management that I'm at... A little bit more tight assy. Loki kind of sucks. Really? It's taken them like two and a half weeks just to look at the fucking thing. Oh, so they're not on the ball. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. They're very much off the ball. Like Ugh. the yeah. It's a very it's very much deflated at this point. And I'm hoping that 
it gets sorted. Yeah, it's soon. okay. You'll get there eventually. And I guess you don't really know the details because, again, it's like breaking news. But does that mean they have to stop renovations while the place is on lockdown? It must I'm be, right? Guessing. For at least at least yeah, 10 days. I'm guessing. Or maybe even two weeks. I just don't know what it means when you quarantine a building. Like, can they not leave now? Is it? Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, I'm kind of – is your building like China? Like, are they like everyone stay in your – like, what does that mean? I, I, I don't know. I truly, truly don't They're know. They're probably testing everyone at the very minimum. Yeah, but then what? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I you guess know, like if, if they find it, one. <laughs> yeah, good point. I don't know. Yeah. Ah, well, I'm sure it'll work out. I'm scared. It'll be great, buddy. You'll look back and be like, oh, okay, that was a very interesting time. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. But yeah, are you watching anything? Oh, um, did you catch there was a second season of one of our COVID favorites, Into the Dark? Oh, Netflix, the Belgian produced. <laughs> ah, yeah, when I saw that pop up on Netflix, it was like seeing an old friend. It really was. It was like seeing an old friend from a weird time in your life that you don't really want to talk about. I feel you. And then I clicked on it. I watched the first like 10 minutes and I was like, I think I've outgrown you. Yeah, I watched all of it. And I'm like, I don't really think I enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah, no, like I was very much like like five, 10 minutes in. I could kind of tell that like the original premise was... Because like, you know the first se- and this um, the first season was very much like the premise of it was the threat, yeah, and it was what drove the whole tension of yes, the story. Real like, quick, this is the show, by the way, on Netflix where the sun is killing everyone. So you yeah. have to keep they, this group of survivors from all around Europe got into a plane and kept just heading west. Yeah, just outrunning the sun. Yeah, um, and yeah, I just felt like there's no way that they're gonna do that again in the second season they're probably going to look for new threats i'll spoil it for you since you're not watching they're in a bunker the whole time it's not the greatest oh god <laughs> so the sun isn't even a threat it's still a huge threat no, not when well, you're in a bunker well they're trying to survive other ways because now you, this is what turns me off to the whole show they're all 99 well, that's one thing of the fucking accents uh 99 of the world is of humans are dead and y'all are gonna be dicks to each other and not work together i i, I don't like it <laughs> Like, it's just like people being dicks to each other in that show. Isn't that it's a like, reflection of our times, oh, though? Oh, fuck. And that's why I go to Ted Lasso. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but really, like, low-key isn't that kind of a reflection of our times. Like, you know, when COVID was first starting like and getting pretty bad, yeah. you know, a lot of people felt the apocalypse vibes. Sure. And it wasn't kumbaya, love each other, and, Not like, fight the common enemy. It was very much like shitting on everybody all the time and being super angry about everything. Yeah, which is why the entertainment has to go the other way. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. But, you know, I'm guessing the second season of this show was also produced post-COVID. Post-COVID. So they probably had, like, some commentary there. I don't know. I don't know. Um, But, yeah, going back to Ted Lasso, the last episode of it made me laugh and cry and then cry again and then laugh again and then cry again. Um, This is the Man City episode? Yeah, man, it, that that was that episode was, was like it felt perfect. so full. Like, there was perfect. so much stuff. Very perfect. It was yeah. it, it it was a lot of feelings, a lot of feelings, and overwhelming to a certain point, but in a good way. And like I thought at first when they were delving into the themes of season of like it it looks like they're a big part of the season and the show going forward was, is 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 kind of like exploring how Ted got to be the way he is. Mm-hmm. Which I thought at first I was like, oh, I don't, th- I don't know if I want that. I think I want to, but no, it's actually very, very intriguing. It's very intriguing, yeah. And also, um, it's really nice when you see big shows like this make an effort to um, go against stereotypes mm. 
Did you know that there is a stereotype called the black therapist? No. Mm. I know there's one called like the mythic black. Oh, I don't know what it's called. Well, the I mean, okay, like, like you know, like the that. whole like black best friend uh, stereotype, mm-hmm. yeah, that was rampant throughout the '90s and early 2000s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Into the token the, black guy who into was the, the early friend, 2010s. But never the main person. Yeah, yeah like yeah, the yeah. black best friend. Um, essentially, the black therapist character has become like the replacement of that black best friend role. You can check out articles written about it. Oh, well, look at it because right off the top, of it, I can't think of no. There's a good amount. Specifically, a therapist like therapist a shrink specifically a shrink like some person that the main character goes to to talk about their problems and expects them to they're a person of color yeah and expects them to like talk them through it talk them out of it or fix it or whatever Hmm. um and most times these people are just playing that role they have their own personality and you know quirks and all that but for the most part their role is to serve the problems of the main character Hmm. you know and I felt like this last episode of Ted Lasso was actually hyper aware of it because the whole time um, in what the last episode, doctor? whoops, I don't know. I love her, by the way. Can yeah. I just say that? I love her. Like, but yeah, I felt that this last episode of Ted Lasso made a very conscious effort um, to make the problems of both people as significant to each other. You know, Ted Lasso's problems were were just as significant to the doctor as the doctor's problems were significant to Ted Lasso, giving them both that agency as people and characters rather than like, oh, this character only serves to fix the main character of all of the character and the personality and the problems. This one was two people with their own unique problems and their own unique kind of things. Hmm. And it was just an interesting kind of like subversion of the black therapist trope. Yeah, I really like it. Yeah. Um, so the actress's name is Sarah Niles, but I can't remember what uh, the character's name is. Because like, Ted just calls her Doc all the time. Yeah. So in my head, she's just Doc. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it opens up with her speaking to her own therapist. So you, you got a little hint of that. Mm-hmm. And showing her in a private life when she was cycling and she kind of has road rage. I thought that was a really cool way of looking into things. Um, not that this is supposed to be a deep dive into uh, this one particular episode of Ted Lasso, <laughs> but the part that really, really got me was when um, Roy Kent went to um, console Jamie after his dad was being a fucking dick. Oh, yeah. That was really powerful Water stuff. Works. It's like perfect and almost cliched and very much expected, but it just totally worked. Yeah. He fucking Jamie knocks him out and then Roy Kent comes and just hugs the, sh- hugs the shit out of him. <laughs> you know what I mean? This episode, more than any episode, I I was starting to start. I was starting to believe that Roy Kent is CGI. (laughs) This episode, break that down a little bit. What exactly do people mean when they say that? He just doesn't look like a real person sometimes. (laughs) Like the way he's lit, the way his face moves. I think it's it has to do with like his clean facial hair and thick eyebrows and like angular chin. I think it has something to do with that combination of things. That it 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 just the shadows are just too perfect. And like huh. it looks like a this like, is a weird kind like of birther conspiracy person. Seri- this is this episode weird, more than any quite safe conspiracy theory to rabbit hole to go down. <laughs> this episode more than any, I felt like oh, was that Roy Kent is fake? <laughs> was he deep faked right there? Oh Jesus! I'll look into it again. I yeah. wouldn't mind rewatching that episode actually. Yeah, but, but I, cool. I I haven't really watched too many things. Um, this past week, I think this past week also because like I'm I'm I've been like transitioning and moving a lot of things and like yeah just a bit of a mental mess. 
Um, I <laughs> just rewatched a bit of Community. Ah, <laughs> comfort, comfort watching. watching. Yeah, com- straight For comfort sure. watching. Um, uh, but I did dip my toes into the first few episodes of Why the Last Man. Yeah, man. I just finished the third episode this morning. Um, and Torn. Uh, Olivia Thirlby's character, I love her. Hero, Hero, looks distractingly like Conan O'Brien's sidekick, so I'm obsession. I don't know what she looks like, I realized. Yeah. Because I listen to the podcast and I hear her, but I don't know what she looks like. Oh, you don't know what she looks like? Yeah. She's appeared in the show before. It's distracting me. Oh, really? Because for me, Olivia Thirlby is the girl from Juno. Like, that's 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 her to me. So, oh. like, there's precedent of who she is. She's the girl from Dread for me. Yeah, that too. I loved her in Dread. Yeah. Um, not yeah. We should. I, it's too early to get into a deep dive, it, but like, I'm, I hope it gets better. Yeah. The thing about Why the Last Man, the comic, which, by the way, again, pretty much... On my Mount Rushmore of favorite comics, if not my number one favorite. But Yorick Brown, for all his flaws, is incredibly likable. This guy is flawed and not very likable. That's yeah? what I think. How so? I don't know. I just don't he's not he's not he's not quirky. Like maybe times have changed too, but like I don't buy his relationship with Beth. Like that it would be like Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to explain. I will say though that I love Diane Lane. Mm. Is that her name? Yes, Diane Lane. Mm-hmm. I've always loved her. I'm just so good. I'm kind of excited because it's been so long since I've read the graphic novel Mm. that I don't remember. Don't remember much. Anything. I the last reread I've had was maybe like three years ago, but I've read it in total like four times. I don't even remember why he's the last man. (laughs) I actually don't remember exactly why. I I have a vague (laughs) recollection why, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I truly don't remember. I love Agent Three Fifty Five too. She's Mm. really good. I like her, so I got hopes for it. But I just hope that more people watch it. I really, do. I really hope that it doesn't fizzle out and it doesn't get a chance to like do two, three, four, yeah. and all that. It was quite a surprise. I didn't realize it would come out, and then I just scrolled on Disney Plus. I'm like, oh god! It's a, not only is it out, but it's available worldwide on Disney Plus. Oh, is it on Disney Plus? Yeah, is that now where you? Okay, I'm lying. I watched it on Torrent. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's on Disney Plus. All three of the episodes came out. Yeah. Speaking of Disney Plus, what I would like to recommend to you, Nathan, Nathan, if you haven't got into it yet, is Reservation Dogs. Have you delved into that yet? Yeah. It's great. Yes. How many episodes are they on Disney Plus? Because oh, again, I don't watch it on um, legitimate streaming sources. I think Disney Plus has like three episodes mm. out or something like mm. that. Um, but I think that show is a beautiful example of like the importance of representation. Yeah, mate. Very good. It's because, so good. Because the whole time I was watching it, I was just like... This is a world I don't. It's it's a show about like Native American teens living in Oklahoma, Oklahoma um, and just like you know their rough and tumble little daily lives and the little quirky things that happen, and also just like it it just shows the place that they grew that they they're growing up in, and something about that you just don't see it very much yeah, you don't you don't see this life very often yeah like and as usual right it's it's such an interesting delve into a community and an area and a space i have no idea of no exposure to so even on just that simple level alone it's such it's it's really worth a watch yeah to yeah. me it's almost like um it reminds me of like if this show reminds me of like if the background actors of breaking bad had their the, own spin-off show that's so funny that's what i was thinking of too yeah it kind of yeah. has that vibe yeah a little bit lower stakes a little bit more closer to home. No, I'm literally talking about like small town America, yeah, yeah, yeah. like poverty stricken small town America. Yeah. There's but, that certain, there's that vibe to it, you know, that carries out in the real world throughout Albuquerque and Oklahoma and all those kind of states where you have like um, indigenous people. You know? Yeah, just small town 
poverty-stricken America, like the side of it that you don't see in the movies very yeah. much, but the side of it that is the biggest part of it. Yeah. Um, a part of, that I have seen with my own eyes before and was kind of like, whoa. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, when it, you road-tripped, you mean through America? I didn't road trip to America, but like I just I got off at random bus stops <laughs> sure, yeah. at like Poughkeepsie and things like yeah, that, you know, yeah. and just just walking around, like, ha- like having having little meals here and there, and just like any town that has a main street. It's yeah. just feeling this. I I don't want to say sadness because I can't judge a small town um, by their standards because like i come from a big city mm-hmm. so you know if i'm thinking in such a small little thing of course i'm gonna think like oh it's so sad you know it's so small but that's but what i feel it feels kind of sad that's the only word i can really say is that i feel sad i know i know they don't feel sad i don't i know i shouldn't feel sad yeah but that's what it feels like to me like the i mean if you're being very like um oh which, which kind of goes hand in hand with the show because as it I mean, everyone just feels trapped yeah they want to get out like their whole thing is they have the dream of going to california they yeah. don't even know what the fuck that means but they want to go to california yeah chase the sun go to the west and that's what i felt too when i would go through middle america and you know small towns anywhere really i was just like wow mm. limiting not quite opportunities i don't know but everyone's living their life and everyone's happy yeah um but to get specific on reservation dogs man each episode's getting better and better and better somewhere around i think it's like the fourth episode on uh, this is not giving away too much, I don't think, but each episode will focus on one of the kids. Yeah. And each one is more fascinating than the last. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. They got the, they got good kids. <laughs> yeah. The kid actors are very, very good. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the last episode, I don't know if I want to give it away, but there's someone who's going to join the show that you'll, I think you'll, you'll, you'll give a little happy yip about. And he's very good in the show. Matt Damon? Bill Burr. Why would you spoil it? Oh, sorry. I don't know. It's just a rhythmic thing. <laughs> and also, I'm just kidding. No, but it was Bill Burr. Bill yeah. Burr was fucking great, man. He's so good in the show. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally just a rhythmic thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, Fair I mean, r- recommend that as well. I mean, just for like cultural education more than uh, more than anything else. But it's also mm. it's also like fun and good and yeah. like funny and fascinating. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just to like peek into a culture, I, and I, I know you're getting a very specific peek into it, but even just like a peek yeah. into like a culture that you rarely see, like a people that you rarely hear about. Um, I didn't even know that Oklahoma was the place with like a lot of Native Americans. Mm. Is that what the musical is about? No, it's the other people. Okay. <laughs> the white people. <laughs> like, yeah, I just had no idea. Yeah, that whole, kind of like the whole middle part. So like... So Texas, right? Then above that is Oklahoma. Then you have a bunch of crap. Kansas. I don't know. Then you have like Nebraska, South Dakota, North Dakota, Montana. That's where a lot of the indigenous people came. That's, uh, that's yeah. the Trail of Tears, right? From the east, north. You ever heard about the Trail of Tears? No idea. Basically just the white people rounded up the indigenous people and just made them walk. Walk until they found a place where they're like, this is your place now. Right. And lots of people died on the way and stuff. It's pretty fucked up. Oof. Yeah. But yeah. It's a lot of good stuff. A lot of good stuff. <laughs> You're on a roll with like ending things on a real dour note yeah. today. <laughs> I did notice that. Do you want to cap the podcast off with like final thoughts? You know, the world, you're going to die one day. <laughs> um, I made, yeah, sure. Um, no, I got nothing else really. <laughs> I had a really good improv show. I hadn't been on the improv stage in about eight months. So I stepped on, had a really good time doing that. We did Fun. a duo show. Have you ever done anything like that? Just, oh yeah, you, kind of with Marco. Yeah, but yeah, it's, we did a duo show where it was just me and a, and a friend of mine. We did two rehearsals and we just went for it, and it was really good. It felt really good. I mean, I love performing. Yeah, we're so lucky that we can perform a little bit. Yeah, you, you had a gig 
Yeah. Last week? Um, it's, I, it's, Not it's, worth talking. No, it was like in a studio in front of cameras. Oh. It was one of those. Okay. Like, I, I was still, you know, in a, I was still performing in the sense because, like, you know, even to be honest, like, I perform for the crew anyway. Like, sure. you yeah, know, you have to, right? I yeah. mean, but you know what I mean? When I, uh, even when I'm playing at a concert, like, I'm yeah, kind yeah. of like low key performing for the crew. <laughs> but, <laughs> so, so doing those live streams, it still feels like a performance. It still feels like a thing. It's just. I know it's not. I know yeah. it's different. Yeah. And I know that, like, I don't need to think about how to interact with people in that case because, like, you're not really interacting with Yeah, anybody. no, and it, it's just, it. if you're not a performer and you don't love performing, it's kind of hard for me to get this idea across. But there's just a thing of being in the same space with an audience or from the audience point of view, in the same space as a performer. And just, like, feeling that instant communion. Like, yeah. it, there's no delay. It's just, like, you can feel it hitting them. They, they laugh or they can, they can or they'll sigh or they'll, they're right there and they can react. And it's just it's just the best feeling ever. And I'm just so glad we have a little bit more of that. I want to keep performing a little bit more. Yeah. One thing I will cap, maybe cap this off on then is if you don't notice that or if, there's, if that's alien to you, just compare fucking soccer, professional soccer from a couple months ago to now. Dude, it's watching football is so much fun again, especially with Cristiano Ronaldo coming <laughs> back home. It's so good. It feels so nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I might have a show with an audience um, end of the year. Fingers uh, crossed. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Like the plans have been set in motion. Um, it's either going to be the 10th or 11th of December. Um, you heard it here first. Get your tickets <laughs> at some point. But. Yeah, so while, like, half of my brain is kind of, like, cool, think of interesting things to, like, you know, how to put this show together, how to oh. present it, the other half of my brain is, like, do I need to put in this much effort if it's going to get canceled? Prepare but not get your hopes up. Yeah, it's <laughs> the fucking worst, dude. Uh, yeah. yeah. but Well, I hope it goes through. Fingers yeah. crossed. Yeah. And if it doesn't, whatever. Yeah. Um, There'll be other stuff. We'll just f- do it here in the studio and film it and live stream it or something. Sure. <sighs> but, yeah. I man, <laughs> like the moment I start talking about COVID, I'm just like, mm. yeah, it's really hard to end on a bright note. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's fun. I didn't even feel bad today. <laughs> I feel great. Maybe it's because I feel great that I can talk about the right. demons. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for the week ahead. Yeah, what um, you looking forward to, buddy. I, yeah, I'm excited for the week ahead. I, 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 I don't really know what it's going to bring. Um, Dune. It's bringing Dune with starring Paul. Paul at Timothy Chalamet as Paul. But yes. yes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm just excited for the week because uh, it's 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 going to be exciting. I don't know. Like my my that's the, the spirit. The, yeah, the apartment I'm moving into might potentially get quarantined, and that's like a exciting little Very adventure. Eventful. Yeah. Super. Oh. What I, I in two weeks, Nathan, I'm riding 134 fucking kilometers around the island. What for? For a fundraiser. Nice. I'm scared. I mean, just start. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of factors, and really, really, I can just bitch all I want. But end of the day, it's I'm I'll do it, and it's gonna be fine. Or you know, performance performance enhancing drugs. Like oh, I would love to take a PED. Yeah, I feel like those are um, underrated. Yeah, you know what I mean. Very you know, sure the negative things about it. But yeah, tons of people found success. Yeah, look at those UFC guys. Fucking yeah, Vitor Belfort. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Would you ever take steroids, like for fun? 
I've taken steroids before, <gasps> like exclusive. I'm just but not the exciting kind. Oh, you mean to like get your lungs to yeah. cough less? Like prednisone, you know? Like, yeah, that's not it. Yeah, talk about HGH, man. <laughs> I took like an oral steroid to like get my sore throat fixed for a musical, and that sounds Did it make a lot your less cool. Small? Um, I, I, I don't measure my balls regularly enough you to should. have well, realize you're, you're over thirty. <laughs> yeah. Um. But at the time, I didn't realize any significant changes or anything. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I feel like we should wrap up this episode before a cockroach appears. No. So far, so no far? cockroaches. So far? Um, the infestation has been held at bay so far. That's what they want us to think, And though. then I open a cupboard, and it's like... <laughs> that is just... Oh, I haven't seen a flying cockroach in a while. How come they don't always fly? Is that... I mean, I'm glad they don't. But flying cockroaches are... I think it's just their way of fucking with us, really. You think so? Yeah. I don't like it. (laughs) Don't like that concept. Well, all right then. Before we dive deep, (laughs) like spiral deeper into more fear, um, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you very much for being here. Um, And we'll see you again in a week. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. Unless my house gets quarantined as well. Unless cockroaches get fucking. Yeah, unless like the, like the studio gets overrun by cockroaches and it gets quarantined for cockroaches and then quarantined out two spaces. Anything short of that, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the hang. What a place to be. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way, what a good sign, what a good thing It's a good day for a good time with a good hand